Hey guys, how's it going? This is Josue Salcedo, youth pastor of Remnant Youth here at King Jesus Ministry. This is the Remnant Youth Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in with us today. And if you're looking for something that speaks louder than your situation and you want to know what God is saying now, then this message is for you. Somebody say the blood of Jesus has power. I'm a priest to you on the blood of Jesus. And I'm going to teach you tonight because every single person here, whether you're a believer or a pre-believer, you need to understand the power that the blood of Jesus has and the power that the blood of Jesus releases. How many of you know that it was not in vain why Jesus Christ shed his blood? What, but what type of power does that blood have? I want you to quickly, I want you to grab notes because I'm going to go through this like one of those Miami-Dade crash courses that you only, ha how many of you know what I'm talking about if you went to Miami-Dade and you took like that, that mini term? Listen, this is going to be like a mini term service. I'm going to go through this stuff quickly. So it's going to be very important, very crucial. I'm telling you, this is going to activate you to be a greater believer, a greater son, a greater daughter. Can I get an amen? amen. So I want you to write down these verses, and I want you to study them at home. So I want you to take out a pen, a pencil, or take out your phone, and I want you to take notes tonight because, like I said before, your life will never be the same. Your family will never be the same. Your walk will never be the same. The first verse I want to share with you is Revelations chapter 12, verse 11. Let's go there, please. Revelations chapter 12, verse 11. And let's read it together. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death somebody say with me we've overcome by the blood say with me blood have you ever heard christians say oh i i plead the blood have you ever heard that where my black folk at y'all know what i'm talking about i plead the blood of jesus how many of you know what i'm talking about I grew up listening to that phrase all the time. Oh, I plead the blood. Oh, I plead the blood over that person. Oh, I plead the blood of the blood, the blood. How many of you know what I'm talking about? And because there's been a lack of revelation in the church, we think of that phrase as something mystical or, or something along the lines of magic. Like something magically happens when you just say, I plead the blood. But tonight, God wants to give you revelation. God wants to give you understanding, a foundation of what does that truly mean when you say, I plead the blood of Jesus or I apply the blood of Jesus. I want to start by telling you tonight that it's very important, it's very crucial that you understand this message, that you understand the power behind the blood. In other words, it's not just words that you sing in. It's not just words that you saying it's not just abracadabra no there's a power behind the blood and tonight as the sons and daughters of God God wants you to recognize understand and have revelation of the power behind the blood somebody say the power has blood, power has blood. so revelation chapter 12 
verse 11, it teaches us that we have a power. And with that power, we overcome the devil. We overcome Satan. How many of you know it's the devil that wants to see you in bondage? It's the devil that has been trying to destroy you. It's the devil that's behind every rape, every abuse, every drug addiction. It's the devil that's trying to get you to get drunk without alcohol. It's the devil that's trying to get you to lay in bed with the wrong person. Somebody that can give you a disease. Somebody that doesn't give a crap about you. It's the devil that's trying to get you to get stuck on pornography. It's the devil that has been trying to destroy your calling. But let me tell you, there's a blood that can overcome all that bondage. There's a blood that can overcome and destroy all those assignments. I said there's a blood that can come against the devil and destroy every plan he predestined against your life. Oh, somebody got to stand to their feet and get excited because I'm telling you tonight, Revelation is about to hear your spirit and tonight you ain't walking out of those doors without understanding that you have a power you got a power you carry a power that at any moment you can plead you can apply that can curse the devil destroy the devil and get you to be empowered someone say there's power in the blood so we understand that we've overcome the devil by the power of the blood so tonight I'm going to teach you on the blood. Exodus 12, let's, let, you know what, let's just go to Revelations 13, 8. I wish I had all the time to teach you on the blood of Jesus, but I don't. So I'm going to, again, give you a crash course. Let's read it together. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Again, take notes, please. Revelations 13, 8, write that down. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb. Slain from what? Slain from what? All right, this is a mini crash course I told you. Slain from what? What does that mean? That means that before the foundation of the earth, Jesus Christ already died for you. What does that mean? That before the foundation of the earth, there was already a shed of blood. What does that mean? That before the foundation of the earth, God already decided to give you and I his only begotten son. Before the foundation of the earth, God already predestined the plan of salvation before Adam even fell in the garden. Before the foundation of the earth, God was a witness to himself of the greatest act of love that history and all the earth will ever know. And that was the slain of the Lamb of God. What does this verse mean? It also means that God will never ask you to do something that he first didn't do. And I want to teach you in this crash course tonight that all throughout the Bible, God asked people like Moses. God asked people like Abraham. God asked people like David, like Solomon to burn sacrifices, to burn lambs, to prepare sacrifices before God. Why? Because all throughout the Bible we learn something 
fire always falls where there's sacrifice. But the first revelation that God wants to give you is that we've paid attention too much in the sacrifice aspect. But what that truly means, fire always falls where there's sacrifice. The revelation behind that is fire always falls where there's blood. You see, it's not so much the sacrifice of a lamb. It's not so much the sacrifice of a calf. It's not so much the sacrifice of a bull. It's not so much the act of the sacrifice, preparing an altar, putting a dead animal there, burning that, uh, that animal. It's not so much the act of a sacrifice that has power. It's the act of the shedding of blood. If that animal wouldn't shed blood then that sacrifice is pointless or oh, I'm trying to get you to see something tonight remnant youth it's the shedding of the blood that makes a sacrifice powerful it's the blood that the animal sheds in the Old Testament why God forgave sin all throughout the Bible God was looking for a perfect sacrifice. He wanted the best animal. He wanted the perfect animal. He wanted the animal that you would want to keep if you were the owner of that animal. He would ask for the animal that you would want to eat. He wanted a perfect animal without blemish. He didn't want an all wrinkly animal. He wanted the best animal. Number two. When God was looking for a sacrifice, not only did he want a perfect sacrifice, he wanted a, an animal or an, a lamb that would cover sin. He would look for a perfect animal. Number two, I want you to write this down. This is very important. We're getting somewhere tonight. Number two, he would look for a sin offering. In other words, the blood of that perfect animal, it would cover the sins and the mistakes of a people, of a nation, of a family, of a person. And number three, he was looking for that animal to be slain. Going back to Revelation chapter 13, before the foundation of the world, God had his perfect sacrifice. Guys, this is so powerful. You need to get this. I need to build on this. The rest of the message will just flow. But you need to understand something. When God created Adam by dust, it was the blood of God himself he placed in Adam. Where did that blood come from? It came from God. Adam had the blood of God in him. That's why he could do anything. Adam could do anything because he had the blood of God running through his veins. It was perfect blood, untainted blood, unblemished blood. It was a powerful blood, a glorious blood. When God created Adam, he placed his blood in Adam and the blood of the blood 
blood the Bible says that life is found in the blood if you remove all your blood from your body you fall dead why it's blood that gives you life it's blood that gives life to your organs and the blood of God was in Adam when Adam fell into sin he tainted the blood of God he cursed the blood that ran through his body before the foundation of the earth God already slain his perfect lamb he had the perfect lamb to be slain he had the perfect lamb for a sin offering he had the perfect lamb to be sacrificed it's the blood it's not the sacrifice it wasn't the preparing of an altar. It wasn't the bull. It wasn't the calf. It wasn't the lamb. It wasn't the, the, the act of killing the animal. It wasn't the dagger that went into the animal. It was the bloodshed of that animal that caused power to be released, that caused fire to be released, that caused redemption, forgiveness to be released, that caused glory the life of God to be released. Someone say with me, the blood. It was the blood that released power. Can you say that with me? It's the blood that releases power. And can I tell you something? You know, we don't have enough time to go there, but you could just write the verse down so you can, you can look it up and study it for yourself. Hebrews 9, 12 through 14. You know what it talks about? It talks about how no other sacrifice in the Old Testament, no sacrifice of bulls, of calves, of any other animal was as great as the sacrifice of the Lamb of God. And then it says, if the blood that was shed through those animals released power, released the forgiveness of sin, how much more power does the blood of Jesus have? You'll get it now. It's not the nails that went through his hands that releases power. It was the bloodshed that came through those hands. It wasn't the nails that went through his feet that released power. It wasn't the cross that released power. It was the bloodshed. If the 39 lashes to his back didn't release blood, there'd be no power of healing. But the fact that the Lamb of God shed blood in those 39 lashes, shed blood with those thorn, that crown of thorns, shed blood through his hands when he was pierced with nails, shed blood in his, in his feet, even when they pierced him on his side, Water and blood bursted out of him. It's blood that has a price. It's blood that releases fire. 
You know why the fire was able to come upon the 120 in the upper room? Because the blood of Jesus was applied first. It's the blood of Jesus that attracts the Spirit of God. In the book of Leviticus, God speaks. I want you to hear this. I want you to get this. Do you understand that the power is, is within the blood? It's the blood that releases power. It's the blood that has no price. If in the cross Jesus didn't release blood, there's no power to the cross. If in the lashes, if in the nails he didn't shed blood, there'd be no power. It was the blood that gave power. In the book of Leviticus, God asked Moses to anoint and to apply or plead blood on a leper. And there was three places where God told Moses to apply the blood. Number one, in his right ear. Number two, in his right thumb. Number three, in his right toe. Why those three places? Because when he plead the blood of Jesus on his ear, the devil no longer has power to what he hears. In the book of Psalms, the Bible talks how the devil is after your mind and after what you hear. Oh, I got to give you this Bible scripture because some of you are going to get delivered tonight. There's two more revelations I'm going to share with you and we're going to apply the blood together. Quickly, quickly, are you ready? Somebody say, I'm ready. Number one, go to Psalms, the book of Psalms. We're going to go to the book of Psalms. 55 verse 2 through 3, NIV version. So why the ear? Because now the devil has no power in what that person would hear. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me and I am distraught. Verse 3, because of what the enemy is what? When you plead the blood of Jesus, when you apply the blood of Jesus and you're here, the devil can no longer speak to you. The devil can no longer torment your mind. The devil can no longer lie to you. When you apply the blood of Jesus, let me tell you something about that blood. That blood has power. And every time you apply the blood of Jesus in your ear, it will expose everything the devil's trying to tell you. Number two, why his thumb? The works of his hands. Why his toe where he would walk? After he would apply the blood, he would then get oil and anoint the same. Earlobe, thumb, and foot. Why? Because the anointing always follows the blood. Listen, write this down. The blood cleanses, but the oil anoints. You're delivered. Now you're empowered to hear God. You're delivered. Now you're empowered. 
to create wealth. You're empowered to produce. You're empowered to labor supernaturally. You're empowered now to walk. Your walk with God is not just cleansed. Your walk with God is not just healed. Your walk with God is not just free. It's not just delivered. Now you're empowered to walk like God. Now the blood that used to be tainted and blemished, now it's the blood of Jesus that runs through your veins. You got the same blood of God now in you. When you bleed the blood of Jesus, it ain't a heathen's blood. It's not a sinner's blood. Now you got the very life of God in you. Now you got the same blood that God gave Adam. Now you can be like God on earth. Now you can think like God. Now you're no longer a punk. You got the courage of God in you. You ain't no longer a sissy boy. You ain't no longer some girl that has no worth. No, you got worth. Why? You got some new blood in you. Anybody ready for a blood transfusion tonight? Listen, quickly, quickly. I have two more things to share with you and I'm done. Are you ready? Job chapter 1. Quickly, write this down. Job chapter 1 verse 4 and 5. Nobody wants to leave right now. Listen. Job chapter 1 verse 4 and 5. His sons used to hold feasts in their homes on their birthdays and they would invite their sisters to eat and drink with them. Verse 5. This is so powerful. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job, in other words, layman terms, please, they threw a party. Job's sons and daughters, they threw a party. They were drinking. They invited the whole people, all this stuff. And look what Job did. Job would make arrangements for them to be. What does the blood do? It cleanses. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a what? What's the power behind a burnt offering? Is it the animal? Is it the altar? Is it the shed of blood? We're getting somewhere. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice. Again, what's the revelation? What is it that you don't see? He would Sacrifice. There would be a shedding of blood. But we don't see that because we only read sacrifice. For who? For each of them. Thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's what? This was Job's what? Regularly, Job would plead the blood of Jesus over his children. Only if perhaps, if maybe, they what? They sinned or cursed God. Job understood the power behind the blood. It cleanses, it purifies. Listen to this. Let's go to verse 9. Verse 9 and 10. What does it say? Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. Listen, there's five things 
that we can plead or apply the blood on. How many of you want to be cleansed? How many of you want to be purified? If you failed God, do you not want to be forgiven? What can forgive you? What can redeem you? What can deliver you? What can heal you? What gives you access to being empowered? Look, there's five things that we can plead the blood. Have you not put a what? The second thing that the blood of Jesus does, it cleanses you. And the second thing, it creates a hedge of protection. The devil couldn't touch Job or his children because the Bible said, like we just read, he regularly pleaded the blood. Listen, have you not put a hedge around him and his household? Number one, where do we apply the blood? Over yourself. Have you not put a hedge around him? Number one, write this down. Where do we apply the blood? Ourselves. Number two, his household. You apply the blood of Jesus over your family, over your home. Number three, and everything he has. Pastor, what else should I plead the blood of Jesus over? Number one, you have to plead the blood of Jesus over yourself. Number two, you have to plead the blood of Jesus over your family. Joshua said, as for me and my house, you have to plead the blood of Jesus over your house, over your parents, over your children, over your family. If you want God to protect you, if you want God to protect your house, you have to plead the blood. Number three, everything he has. You plead the blood of Jesus over your possessions. Number four, you have blessed the what? You plead the blood of Jesus over your works. What we do, what you do for a living, your finances. And number five, so that what? So his flocks and herds are what? Say with me, spread. What do you plead the blood of Jesus over? Your influence. Spread throughout the land. Influence. Have you ever covered your influence with the blood? Has your influence ever been attacked? Five things you want to plead the blood. Apply the blood of Jesus on. Number one, yourself. Number two, your family, your house, your home. Number three, your possessions, your car, your house, your belongings. Number, number four, your finances. It's good to see you. Your finances. Number five, your influence. And I'm going to finish now. Are you receiving tonight? These are some keys that Apostle taught us on Monday. Number one, don't apply the blood for, of Jesus over someone else before you apply it over yourself. 
Don't apply the blood of Jesus over someone else if you haven't even applied it over yourself. We see it in Job. He pleaded the blood of Jesus over himself, then his house. Number two, applying the blood of Jesus protects you. It creates a hedge. Number three, first apply the blood of Jesus over your emotions and your body and put on the full armor of God. Ephesians 6, 9, we don't have time to go there. You, you apply the full armor of God. Number four, you should never leave your house without doing both. Every single day before I leave my house, I apply the blood of Jesus over my life. I apply the blood of Jesus over my wife, over my children, over my possessions. I plead the blood of Jesus over the works of my hands so that it could be protected. I plead the blood of Jesus over my influence. And number two, I put the armor of God. Pastor, what's the armor of God? The breastplate of righteousness. What does the breastplate of righteousness cover? Your heart. That in my heart, I be in right standing. My emotions, my mind, my will, I be in right standing. Number two, the belt of truth. Girls, you want to get the, the truth out of, out of your man? Tell him, put on the belt of truth. Now answer me this question. Listen, the belt of truth. The belt of truth. Truth keeps you standing. Truth will keep you walking right, walking straight. The helmet of salvation. You're protecting your mind. Protecting your eyes. Protecting your ears. Protecting your mouth. The shoes of the gospel of peace. Wherever you go, you ain't living hell on earth. You live in heaven on earth. The shield of faith to quench every fiery thought of the enemy and the sword, which is the word. I want to just share one more revelation. Can I do that? And then we're going to minister. I promise you, if none of this was good, this is what will be good for you. How many of you are receiving? Listen, let's go back to Hebrews. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Yeah. Hebrews 9.15. Hebrews 9.15. Oh, my gosh. And with this, I'm done. How many of you are receiving this crash course? Write this down. You're going to want to go back to these verses. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Say with me, inheritance. Let's go to 16. The first revelation I want to share with you. Every time you apply the blood of Jesus, you have access 
to the inheritance he left for you. Every time you apply the blood of Jesus, you have access to forgiveness. You have access to righteousness. You have access to eternal blessings. You have access to poverty, to riches. Why? He died for our poverty in order for us to be made rich. He died for our sickness in order for us to be. If we only knew the inheritance that the blood could release when we apply it. You know what are the, the two greatest gifts that God has given us? First, his own blood. His blood. He gave you his blood. Number two, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is attracted to blood. He's attracted to the blood of Jesus. What's the greatest privilege? What's the greatest gift Jesus ever gave you? His own blood. His own blood. You ever seen those blood mobiles? You know how many lives that blood saves? And you know what Hebrews tells us? Let's go back to verse 16. How much more lives does that blood save? How much more lives does that blood heal? Number one, the first revelation that I want to end with, you have access to inheritance. You have access to everything that was defeated, everything that was released on the, on the cross because of bloodshed. 16, 17, we don't have time to read it. 18, we don't have time to read it. Read it at home, read your blood, you read your Bible. This is why even the first covenant was not put into effect without what? 19. When Moses had proclaimed every command of the law of the people, he took the blood of calves together with water. Verse 20. I wish I had the time to explain all of this to you. Can we read it in the King James Version? King James Version. Verse 20, saying, this is the blood of the testament which God has what? He has what? Do you know what that means? Let's read that one more time. This is the what? Which God has what? I need you to get this. This is the blood. Whose blood are we talking about? My God, I feel the, the presence of God. I feel his power. Whose blood are we talking about? This blood heals. This blood delivers. This blood empowers, it protects, it redeems, it forgives you from sin. It causes you not to go to hell and into heaven. I don't have time to go here. Maybe I do. But it, this is the blood that verses before this verse talk about how this same blood purified heaven. What does that mean? 
That means that you and I no longer have to wait 21 days like Daniel did because there was war going on in the heavens. You see, the blood of Jesus not only de defeats demonic power, it also defeated heavenly powers. It redeemed, it purified even the heavens. This blood, this same blood that bought you and I a price, this same blood that delivers, that heals, that transforms, this same blood that saves countless of people's lives, this blood that empties hell and populates heaven, what has God done? He hath what? You know what enjoined means? He's giving you charge over it. He's giving you charge over it. He's made you in charge. This blood, this power, all that it could do. Take it, girly. This blood, you know what he did? Enjoined. Enjoined. What does that mean? He gave it to you. He gave it to you. He gave it to you. You have charge over it. Thank you, Jesus. He enjoined this blood. He gave you charge over this blood. You have access. Come on. You have authority. Amen. You're a carrier of this blood. At any time, you can use this blood. At any time. Why? He enjoined you to it. He enjoined me to it. He enjoined you to it. Oh, my God. Are you here? You don't got to sacrifice any calves. You don't have to sacrifice no goat. You don't got to sacrifice a bull. Why? You have a greater blood. You have a greater power that was shed on a cross. He not only gave you access to his inheritance, he enjoined you to it. He made you, oh, man, he charged you. He gave you trust over it. At any moment, you can use it. At any moment, you can say, God, I take the blood of Jesus and I apply it over my child. I apply it over my school. I apply it. And when you apply this blood, demons have to flee. When you apply this blood, hedges are formed. When you apply this blood, healing is released. When you apply this blood, freedom is released. Does anybody want to release power? Does anybody want to attract the Holy Spirit? Does anybody want to release freedom? I want you to stand to your feet. And we're going to take the rest of the night, the next 10, 15 minutes, and we're going to plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves. You're going to apply the blood of Jesus over your family. 
feel free. You can come to the front. You can go in the, in the middle. But before you go, we're going to apply the message. And when we plead the blood, what falls over blood? Fire. What follows the blood? Anointing. Who's attracted to the blood of Jesus? Are you ready to be cleansed? And are you ready to cleanse? Guys, did you get that last part? You have the authority to cleanse your family. You have the authority to build a hedge of protection that the devil cannot enter. Why are you afraid of flying when all you got to do is plead the blood? Why are you afraid of the enemy trying to rob influence when all you got to do is plead the blood? Why are you afraid of cancer when all you got to do is plead the blood? Why is your past still haunting you and tormenting you when all you got to do is plead the blood? Do you see the power that the blood of Jesus has? You have its inheritance, its eternal inheritance, its infinite inheritance, its limitless inheritance, and you have authority to use it whenever you want, however you want at whatever time you want. This is how we really fight our battles. All we gotta do is apply the blood of Jesus. All we gotta do is plead the blood of Jesus. I want you to close your eyes tonight. And I want you to say with me, Yes, Lord. Say with me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Tonight. Tonight. I thank you. For the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For your blood. Tonight. I receive, I receive, I activate, I activate the, blood the blood that was shed, that was shed through your hands, through your head, through your feet, in your back, in your side. In your side. I, receive I receive the shedding, the shedding of, your of your blood, the blood you sweated, the blood you sweat. 
the blood of tears. Tonight, I activate your blood, the blood you shed for me on the way to the cross. And at the cross, I receive that blood that redeems, that forgives, that restores, that delivers, that heals, that changes, that transforms, that blood that can resurrect, that blood that gives access, that attracts the Holy Spirit. I apply that same blood over my life, over my calling, my purpose, my organs. I plead the blood of Jesus over my hands, over my eyes, over my ears, over my legs, my organs. I plead the blood of Jesus from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind, my emotions. I plead the blood over my will. I plead the blood of Jesus over my family, my parents, my siblings, my children. I plead the blood of Jesus over my house, my room, my prayer life. I plead the blood of Jesus over King Jesus Ministries. I plead the blood of Jesus over Remnant Youth. I plead the blood of Jesus over Apostle, over Prophet. I plead the blood of Jesus over my authorities. I plead the blood of Jesus over my possessions. I plead the blood of Jesus over my car. Over everything I have, everything I own, I plead the blood of Jesus over my past, my present, my future. I plead the blood of Jesus over the works of my hands, over my job, my business. Father, I plead. I apply the blood of the Lamb who was slain before the foundations of the earth over what my hands can produce, can labor, can create. I want you to look at your hands and say, I cover my hands and the capability, the abilities of what I can create. I plead the blood of Jesus over my influence. Say it louder, I plead the blood of Jesus over my influence as a son, as a daughter, as a leader. I cover my influence. I cover my name. I cover my name. 
I cover my testimony. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Say with me, Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you. For eternal inheritance. For eternal inheritance. I release. I release. The eternal inheritance. The eternal inheritance. That is found in your blood of Jesus. Every blessing, Every blessing. It, is released. it is released, it is active, it is, active. It is, alive. It is alive, in me, in me. There's, a blood transfusion there's a blood transfusion taking place in my body, taking place in, my body. In, my organs. in my organs, in my influence, in my life, in my, life. In my purpose. In my purpose. In who, I am. in who I am, in my identity, in my identity. I got the blood of Jesus, I got the, blood of Jesus. the life of God, life of God. Is, alive and well. is alive and well in me. God, I activate your blood, your life, your life. In me. In me. In my consciousness. In my consciousness. Subconsciousness. Subconsciousness. Unconsciousness. Unconsciousness. In my identity. My identity. In what you created me to do. In who I am. My character. My identity. I plead the blood of Jesus over my sexuality. Over my sexuality. My mind, my body. Over my body. My influence, my calling. My influence, my calling. And the anointing, and the anointing that, the blood of Jesus that the blood of Jesus attracts, attracts the, spirit the spirit that the blood of Jesus, that the blood of Jesus attracts, attracts right now. Right now. Holy, spirit, Holy Spirit, come upon me. Come upon me. Fire, of God, Fire of God, fall upon me. Fall upon me. Holy Spirit. Holy Right now, right now, I ask you, I ask you to, anoint to anoint my calling, anoint my family, anoint, my family. anoint, everything. anoint everything. I just plead the blood on. I. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Receive the Holy Spirit. Let his fire fall. Let it burn all iniquity. Let it burn all bondage. Let it burn all infirmity. Let it burn guilt, shame, condemnation. Let it burn the world and sin. Let it burn poverty and lack. Let it burn every wrong mentality, every wrong mindset. Let it just fall on you. Let him anoint you tonight. My God, I feel it. 
I feel it is being released right now it's being released right now I hear the Spirit of God saying prophesy I'm anointing their influence the blood of Jesus we apply it now we apply it over ourselves we apply it over our families we apply it over our house we apply it over our possessions we apply it over the work of our hands we apply it over our influence now Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit come upon every young person here tonight come upon the youth come upon the young adults right now anoint every single young person here every young man every calling every purpose anoint every young woman anoint influence my god something is happening something is happening right now bondage is being broken bondage is being broken now fear is being broken nightmares are being casted out father we apply the blood of jesus we release the fire of god we release the anointing of the holy spirit right now take it 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 apply the blood right there where you're at apply the blood whatever area whatever area you want to see the holy spirit fall whatever area you want to see you want the holy spirit to anoint apply the blood now 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 with your own words now 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 there it goes there it goes there it goes there it goes the blood of jesus is being applied the blood of jesus is being released the blood of jesus is attracting the fire of god to burn to burn to burn to burn to anoint holy spirit we release you now we release you now quickly 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 i want you to do something i want you to lay your hand on the person next to you and i want you to apply the blood of jesus over them if you have your wife if you have your children those of you in the back parents families i want you to grab your children grab your spouse mentors if you were your disciples grab them right now and i want you to begin to apply the blood of jesus over the person next to you everyone find somebody ushers security sound find someone now and you're gonna apply the blood of jesus over them ready go apply the blood of jesus over them then you're gonna apply the blood of jesus over their family then you're gonna apply the blood of jesus over their possessions what they own plead the blood of jesus over their home their car then you're gonna plead the blood of jesus over the works of their hands 
I apply the blood of Jesus over the works of your hands that God may prosper the labor of your hands. And last, you will apply the blood of Jesus over their influence. And now ask the Holy Spirit to come upon them. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, fall. Father, we thank you for the power of the blood of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today and a special shout out to those who follow us on a weekly basis. If you love what you heard, hit the subscribe button and follow us at Remnant Youth on Instagram and YouTube. God bless you. We love you.